Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for January 27th, 2020. So I'm teaching a series entitled Great Freedom. I'm teaching on freedom all year. And for us to be free, for us to be the men and women that God has called us to be, we have to be open to change, like continual change. So I've been teaching on change for the last few messages. I've been talking about the glory of the Lord. So um, let's go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 17 and 18. Um, This is growth requires change, part three. So growth requires change, part three. If you want to grow in Christ, you got to be willing and open to change on a continual basis. So the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter three, verses 17 and 18, the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Our faces are not covered. We all get to show the Lord's glory. And we are being changed to be like him. This change in us brings us more and more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Holy Spirit. So once again, I've been keying in on the word change here, where he says that when we get to see the glory of the Lord, we are being changed to be like him. So let's talk about this change once again this morning. What does this mean to you today? Um, I have two things to share with you this morning. There's one theme that's going to run through the whole message. As I get into these two things, I want you to open up your heart to receive what God is saying. Two things. Number one, here we go. To walk with God, you must be ever willing to change. To walk with God, you got to be open to change, like continually, like any sec, at any moment, you have to be willing to change. The Apostle Paul did a significant amount of teaching on the Holy Spirit. And in 1 Corinthians 3 and 16 and 2 Corinthians 6 and 16, he explains that the Holy Spirit is no longer in a building, in a temple. No, the Holy Spirit no longer lives in the temple. When Jesus said, it is finished, the Bible says that the veil in the temple was rent, were torn from top to bottom. It was like 50 foot long. So it wasn't like a human did it. No, the father himself reached down and ripped open that veil, meaning that the Holy Spirit was never was no longer living behind the veil inside of the temple where people could only visit once a year. No, now we are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit lives in us, right? So Paul was teaching us about the Holy Spirit, this Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of us. And he was talking about this glory. So the glory of God emanates from the Holy Spirit, the, The Holy Spirit is no less God than God the Father. He is no less God than God the Son. So he has the glory. The Holy Spirit has the glory of God. And the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. And the more time we spend with the Holy Spirit, the more we get to behold his glory. And the intent is that as we look at God and we spend time with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God is revealed to us and we see how different we are from God. And there's some areas in our lives that don't line up with God. And maybe we aren't treating somebody the way that God would treat them. Or maybe we aren't talking, you know, sometimes and words are coming out of our mouth that God would not say. Or maybe we're doing some things that God would not do. And in those areas, we realize that we are different from God. And the point is that we are looking at God And he's revealing to us the areas where we are not like him. And the point is that we're supposed to be changed. So we behold his glory. And and then we have to be open to go through this process of being changed into that very same image. And this is a incremental change. So if you walk with God and, and you are simply just led of the Holy Spirit, 
you will be changed. It, it, and it's something that happens over the process of time. And one thing that that um, one of the points that the Lord wanted me to make this morning is that as you walk with God, you cannot be wed to anything. You can't have anything in your life that you that you hold on to so strongly that if God says give it up, you won't give it up. You cannot be wed to anything, even if it's something. Watch this. And so I'm going to be a little bit transparent this morning, even if it's something that you thought came from God. So I'm going to I'm going to give you an example for me, like a personal example. So early in my ministry, I believe that the Lord had put it on my heart that one day I was going to retire from the U.S. Army and that Isabella and I were going to move to Tampa, Florida, and we were going to start a church in Tampa, Florida. So I believed that this came from God. So I told my family about it. We prayed about it. We believed God. We decreed. We declared. We sowed seed toward it. All of that. And then I was very public with my faith. So I told people about it. I preached about it. I put it on our ministry website. All of this. Like, I mean, I was very public. Hey, one day we're retiring and we're going to Florida and we're going to start a church and uh, we're going to go to Tampa. And every time I went to Tampa, I prayed over Tampa and all of that. I mean, like this was like very public, right? And then in 2010, we moved to Virginia. And when we got to Northern Virginia, the Lord started to deal with me about the fact that, hey, like, you know, this Florida thing is not going to happen. And I, I kept rejecting it, rejecting it, rejecting it. And then in 2013, I can remember it very clearly. In 2013, the Lord spoke to me in a very clear way. And in no uncertain terms, he let me know that Isabella and I would be here in Virginia for the rest of our lives. And, and he had connected us to Apostles Tony and Cynthia Brazelton, all of this. I mean, the Lord was very clear about it. And I would like to tell you that, um, that I was happy about it, but I wasn't. <laughs> because I mean, like, you know, for years we had built up our heart for Florida. And so, um, and Isabella's from the Caribbean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, so all of this, so she wasn't happy. I, I was not happy. But at the end of the day, we're not going to disobey God. So, when I was clear that God, I mean, this is it. This is God. So I went back to God. And I was like, well, wait a minute. What happened with the whole Florida thing? And the Lord made it clear to me that I, he never told me Florida. I came up with Florida. Like that was a desire of my heart. That was not a desire that was birthed in God's heart, right? And so now Isabella and I today are passionately pursuing God's will for our lives here in Virginia. And, and here's my point in sharing this is that you have to be willing and open to God and, and and to do whatever he tells you to do, no matter how painful it may be to you, and maybe even no matter how embarrassing, right? Because I have publicly told people for years, it was on my website, that we were going to Florida. So, so you know, when people ask me about it, I just had to be honest. Hey, I miss God. That wasn't God. That was me. And so when I go to Florida, God told us Virginia, and we're going to be in Virginia. End of story, right? And I share this because as I share that with people, I I actually had people in ministry who told me, oh man, dude, I would not have done that. If I had told everybody, my family, everybody, I would have just went to Florida. You know, I would have just had to deal with it. Are you crazy? I mean, I don't see how people think that way. I mean, never allow, you know what that is? That's pride. Never allow pride to keep you in error. Look at me for a minute. Let me share this with you. You are human. You can make mistakes, right? You are human. You are going to make mistakes. As you are learning to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit, sometimes you're going to miss it. And you got you to gotta admit when you miss it. If you miss it, hey, tell your family, I'm sorry. I thought this was God. It wasn't. I made a mistake. I admit it. 
I miss God and then change direction to whatever you believe to be the Holy Spirit. That's part of walking with God. The point in, in all of this is that you can never be so wed to something that you are willing to be disobedient to God over it. No matter how much you wanted it, you got to want God's will more than that. You have to place God's will above your will a hundred percent of the time, because believe me, being outside of the will of God is not a place that you want to be. So let me just say this as I end the first point, no matter how blessed you are, no matter how good God has been to you, never be so wed to anything that you are not open to whatever God tells you to do next. You have to always be willing, always be open, always be ready to be led of God. Say amen to that. All right. Number two, uh, I have two things to share with you. So this is the second point. To walk with God, you must be open. It's really flowing in the same vein to whatever the Holy Spirit says. And in the process, you will be you will be changed. So you must be open to being led of the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. And since I'm talking about change, these little things, as you're open to the Holy Spirit, this is how actually you're changed. Being led of God means that you are ready and quick and open to change to do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do, and to say whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to say at a drop of a dime, right? So if you make it a habit to do this, if you make it a habit to just be led of the Holy Spirit and to do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do, to go wherever the Holy Spirit tells you to go, to go to say whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to say, then watch this. You, you know what's going to happen is that you'll be making incremental changes on a daily basis. And if you're willing, if you're obedient, then you're going to wake up one morning and, and you're not even going to realize, you know, the growth, the progress that you made because it didn't happen overnight. It's a bunch, it's a series of incremental changes. And then one day you're going to wake up and you're going to realize that you are no longer the person you used to be and you have experienced significant change, but the significant change didn't happen overnight. It happened through all of these little incremental changes that you made as you were being led of the Holy Spirit day by day. And so let me just say this about that. Spiritual clarity is the power behind supernatural change. Let me say that again. I, I shared with you on Friday about Ecclesiastes 3 and 11, Ecclesiastes 3 and 15, how God takes eternity and he plants it in men's hearts and in men's minds. And it becomes this, this divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. So the clarity, the more clear God's vision for your life is, then the stronger the pull is going to be into your future. So the more clear you know what it is that God has called you to do, then the stronger the pull is going to be into the destiny, your destiny, what God has called you to be from the foundations of the world. This is why spending time with God, especially in this season, is so critical. You must develop the ability to hear and to see in the spirit. Reading what God said in the Bible, that's good, but you're reading what he said, past tense. You, you read what he said with the intent to hear what he is saying. So reading what he said is good, but hearing what he is saying to you for right now is much better. And this is how we're supposed to live. We must develop the ability to hear from God. Jesus said that we are his sheep his sheep would hear his voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So lastly, as I close, God never has to explain himself. Look at me for a minute. Look, maybe, you know, bad things do happen to good people. And when bad things happen, people want to know, oh, well, 
You know, what happened with that? Why, God? Or let's say, for example, this is terrible what happened yesterday. Kobe Bryant and his daughter went down in a helicopter crash. And people are going to have questions. God never has to explain himself. But God has promised to reveal himself. So as you walk with God, he will reveal himself to you. Divine revelation gives you the clarity you need to walk out God's purpose for your life. The more you can see, the more you will be. And this is why being open to change is so critical. You know, it does you no good to know the will of God, to know what God is saying, if you're not willing to do what he tells you to do. So whatever he tells you to do, be willing to change because as you change, you will experience continual change. You'll be being led of the Holy Spirit and you'll experience God's best. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Speak this over your life. Let's set the tone for the whole week. Say, Father, I am open to whatever you lead me to do on a daily basis. I thank you for the things I believe you have spoken to me. I live by faith in those things. But if I'm ever in error, I am open to correction and redirection. All I want is what you want for me. I am not wed to anything. I don't have anything in my life that I will not give up for you. I don't place anything above you or your will. As you lead me, I follow. I place your will over my will every day of my life. I am your sheep. I hear your voice. And I follow that voice on a daily basis. I enter this day ready to hear, receive, believe, and experience whatever you lead me to do. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Let's do that. Go to todaysword.org right now, and there's a big subscribe button. Click on it, put in your email address, and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Head into this day determined to be open to change, open to do whatever God tells you to do and never be wed to anything. Never put anything above God, no matter how much you want it. If God says go left, you better go left because believe me, you don't want to be outside of the will of God. Do me a favor, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. God bless you.